Welcome in, everybody. It's time for another episode of the Football is Life podcast. You got myself, Eric Westland, here with, of course, my one-man wrecking crew. Seriously, that, that fits really well today. Uh, Noah Luckle, say hi to everybody. What's up? How's it going? We're super close to football season. I can't even control myself. All I think about is fantasy football. I'm not going to lie to you. How about yourself? You know, I'm. we got the Seahawks playing tonight, Saturday. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. For me, it's 7 o'clock, which I feel like it's late to watch football. But yeah, I shouldn't say late. anything yeah. because it's 10 o'clock for you. So I'm pretty yeah, pumped awesome. right now. Yeah, uh, I love uh, I love staying up super late. That's just it's great. Well, you it's can great, record it, right? Know. No, no, no. Oh, never mind. Okay, well, you got highlights on YouTube, I guess. I ever, I'm already paying for the, the Sunday ticket. I'm not going to pay to upgrade my box to record it <laughs> so plus like i don't record i wouldn't record anything during the season because if i don't watch it live i'm not gonna watch it i'm kind of weird like that yeah i like live stuff too it way plus, better especially for fantasy like you you that's the fun is looking up on your phone as the stats are coming in i feel like yep yeah going but. a couple hours i've had that where i have work or something going on on sunday and then i gotta just ignore my phone for three four hours and then I spend the next hour after that trying to catch up with all the alerts. Not my favorite thing in the world. Yep, yep. But anyway, enough with the crappy banter. Um, I keep forgetting. We have a couple of announcements. Kind of important league stuff. Um, Mr. Zach Dykstra tying the knot very soon. About very, time. very soon. So Congratulations, Good thing man. or bad thing? I'm not sure. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> <Congratula> Get bodied. <laughs> Congratulations, Dykstra. That's flipping awesome. But uh, even better. I don't care. I, I think it's better. Um, <laughs> I do too. There's going to be a new little baby. So uh, myself. Congratulations. Myself Drake and my and wife. Catherine. Who's who that chica? <laughs> no. Oh, not oh, Drake and Catherine. Not Drake and Catherine. Thank Different God. little? Oh, frick. Oh. Okay. Thank God, am I right? Oh, you, you so. and MB. There we go. That's better. <laughs> no, me and Mary Beth, who is who that chica, um, <laughs> we're expecting number two. <laughs> Dude, nice. Congrats, brother. So, and number three, we have a guest on the podcast today. Say da what? Ginger. It's me. Drake Lickle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hello. We, speaking of, of absolute freak out wrecking balls, we got... The opposite, Mr. Calm, Cool, and Collected, the ginger himself. Welcome, man. Hey, thanks. It's nice to be here. Live you know, in studio. <laughs> live yeah. live yeah. In, in some kind of studio. I don't know what studio that is, but... It's a spare it's, bedroom. It's, not, it's definitely not a studio, but uh, I'm happy to have Drake on, and now that I learned that uh, Eric has special uh, editing powers... Uh, it's me. No, no, we, we, we can't start this. I already spent too long with this crap. Uh, it's just one word. Okay. You'll be good. You got It'll it. Be the we'll, only we'll make time it work. It it's that minute, oh, yeah. like three and three minute, 10 second mark somewhere. There may there. or may you not be it. another one. No, the probably second not, that though. I told you I could do that. I knew. I yeah, was that was trouble. dumb by you. Yeah. You should have just said, Frick I have no Drake. way of doing why'd that. You, why'd you say it? Yeah, it'd be way too difficult, right? Yeah, it's just not worth it. <laughs> Our voices oh sound God. similar, but like I am better looking, just so <laughs> everybody in the league knows. It says so, man, I can't grow facial hair very well. Uh-huh. Uh, I do grow facial hair. I just, just shave it like well. a normal person. Hey now, I feel like beautiful. I'm freaking like I'm hosting James an MTV Harden. channel or like some <laughs> stupid crap that's going on tv like you guys are just you, bantering like little girls i love you're it. the host you're in charge yeah. of corralling you, all you this. Gotta, the you problem is i'm not next to you guys not my problem really okay not my to problem. give the the listeners a visual my favorite part about this episode is currently right now these two brothers that are bantering like little sisters they are currently sharing a a pair of headphones iphone headphones and are like cheek to cheek with each other right now and it's giving no. me so much happiness no man we're in the stu we're in the studio out <laughs> oh, yeah. in nyc like jay-z was just in yeah, here yeah like I'm we just sure him we and just Beyonce had just took off yeah we uh, just had lunch with like them, actually, if they yeah. both turn too quickly they're making out like it's it's danger zone yeah and like and then and then kanye west <laughs> came in and everyone was quiet apparently nobody uh, likes him bring I mean, me weird. he's kind Fitty. of a bizarre guy Fitty said yeah. coming in yeah all right let's get rolling today 
whenever we bring in a guest, the, the Drake's the first one, which is awesome. Um, I want to make it a little spicier. Have it where we talk about opinions, conflicts, things that can arise where maybe the guest can bring a little bit of their own personal insight uh, and their twist on what they view, uh, what, what we talk about in the league. So today we are going over kind of making another rankings listings and winners and losers of the off season. So looking at from week 16, the last week of last season, what your roster looked like then till right this second now and kind of comparing and seeing what rosters do we think took a step forward? What roster maybe took a step back? I know for me, most rosters took steps forward, just some more than others. I had very few rosters that I looked at where I feel like they're in a worse place now than, than where they were last year. Uh, are you guys excited and ready to go? Is this, this something that you're looking oh, yeah. forward to? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So I will start, and uh, we will go with Jay Cozier. I don't know what the crap his new name is. I'm just blank that out of my mind. It's Jay Cozier. Um, and for Fantasy me... Fantasy Football Express, man. It's growing on me. The name, it's growing on me. The team name is growing on me. The real name, not. I'm not there yet, but maybe maybe next week. Uh, for me, the big thing, I, I want to hear you guys' opinion as well, but um, I just gave him a plus one. So mine is going to be like a plus minus system going on here. And for me, he did not make very many moves, but... Getting rid of Hunter Henry and replacing it with A.J. Green, I did rank that as a positive. Even though Green is injured, he already has Zach Ertz at tight end, so he doesn't really need Hunter Henry. Uh, so getting a guy like Green who, when he's healthy, will be a monster. So I think it's just going to be really good depth. So I liked that move. What about you guys? Yeah, I I think, I mean, like you said, his roster pretty much stayed the same, but he didn't really need to make that many moves his roster is just so good yep i i do think his bench got a little bit worse um and another thing to keep in mind is um he doesn't have any first or second round picks in mm -hmm. this upcoming rookie draft um so that is a little bit of a concern but yeah he still has almost the same team that can just b blow you out of the water by 40 points every week <laughs> so yeah, I definitely have to agree. Um, I mean, Green is a great addition. Looks like he yeah lost a lot of depth at running running back, but uh, gained uh, good receiver depth compared to last year at least. Also, getting rid of Henry when he already has Ertz and McDonald. McDonald's kind of set for to have a solid year in Pittsburgh, you know. Yeah, totally um, agree. I mean, he's set with tight ends, so no need to have you know three top tens for tight ends. So it was just good to get AJ Green on that team. But, yeah, his team really stayed the same, which, I mean, his team's probably one of the best three in the league easy. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, he didn't really need to make a ton of moves in the offseason. Yeah. And that's where, for me, I'm a little kinder to the people that didn't make moves when their roster is already really good. Whereas there's a couple teams later on that we get to where I feel like they should have been attacking the waiver wire more, making moves with trades, uh because their roster was lacking to begin with. So uh, I, I agree with everything you guys said there. Next, we have myself. Uh, where I started, now that we get guys like me that do a lot of trades, a lot of transitions, waiver wire moves, I broke it down by position. So for me, going from a guy like Marcus Mariota to Baker at the QB, I ranked that as a big plus. Uh, running backs, I have... Losing Aaron Jones and getting Penny was a negative. Uh, Breda, for for now, having Hill is kind of an even even marker, so slightly downgrade at running back. Uh, bumped up my tight end for sure with Howard over Ebron. And then wide receiver was kind of a mixed bag for me where my depth got a little bit better, I believe, but losing Devontae Adams is a huge minus. So definitely the biggest minus on my roster. So overall, I gave myself about like a plus four, which is which is pretty good. What do you guys have? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, getting Baker was huge. And um, I, I just think overall your start, because that's what I just did, kind of looking at the roster from week 16 last year until right now, just looking at it overall. Not even, I didn't even do position by position. I think just looking at it with a broader 
rush, you your starters got better. Um, but I, I think your bench is just so-so. But the important thing about your bench and your depth is that you made it younger. So I think that helps it. Um, so even though, like, there's not a lot of guys that can, like, blow you away on your bench, um, unless Geis lives up to his ceiling. Um, but I think that doesn't quite matter right now because you got ev- you made everyone younger and you had a, a good rookie draft. And I think that's really important in the in the dynasty um, in the dynasty scope of things. Nice. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I, I, I agree that uh, losing Adams is probably a big hit. You also lost uh, DD Westbrook. It looks like, yep. um, which I like DD Westbrook a lot this year. Um, but I mean, you added, you know, DJ Moore, David Moore for the Seahawks, Christian Kirk, uh, Higgins, Kiki QT, you know, these guys are, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, high like, upside. I have, I like the chances that at least one of those guys is going to be a big hit, especially DJ Moore. He's probably already really good already. Um, and, you know, with running backs like uh, on Johnson last year wasn't that good, but this year he's set to have a big year, which, you know, it's nothing that you did, but, you know, he looks a lot better now than he did at the end of the season last year. That's why I think it's really important in Dynasty. Like, you're obviously, you, you want to have some guys on, on your roster that can help you in the season, maybe a handcuff to one of your starters, or maybe a veteran that you like that can give you a little production during bye week trouble or whatever. But overall, in the off season. I think you want to focus on, and not necessarily youth, but it typically age factors in, but high upside guys with high ceilings. Because if you hit on a, because a lot of these bottom guys, the chances on you hitting them, we talk about these with the third and fourth round draft picks in the rookie draft, the chances on you hitting on these young guys is slim. So you want to swing for the fences so that if you do hit on them, they have a very high ceiling, you know? So that's why I think it was important that you got younger. Yeah, ah, I agree 100%. Uh, yeah, like I said, for me, uh, plus four was my ranking. I'll be using that a lot, the, the plus and minuses. So that was a little bit higher tier, but not not elite. Next for me is Drake. We got the ginger. So for me, once again, I was actually shocked. This is one of my couple surprises where there wasn't a lot of change coming from last season to this season, which is fine once again because – like we went over in the rankings, I have you as, I, th- I believe, number four uh, out of everybody. So I do I do like your team a lot. But for me, the big ones was you got rid of Spencer Ware and you added Darwin Thompson. I ranked that as a positive. And big then big. you got rid of Fuller and got MVS, which I actually ranked as an equal because both of them are in spots where MVS is battling for that number two and Fuller is pretty much battling his own legs. So... That's kind of a, a high upside for both of them. See which ones kind of sticks go going from there. So for Drake, I have at a plus one as well. Still positive, still moving forward. But once again, like Jay Cozier, I thought he had a good squad, and he's returning with all those good pieces and just adding little pieces here and there. So what do you guys got? Yeah, I, 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 think, I think it was important just like just like with your roster, in my opinion, he, ma- he, got his, he, got his, he made his bench younger. His, his depth is younger um, than it was at the end of the year last year. So I think that's important. Um, and with the exception to Elliott, though, I, I, I do – I am concerned about his running backs because um, there's not, like, guaranteed workhorse backs. Freeman, um, man, Freeman. Devonta Freeman's going to be – Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Devonta Freeman, Freeman is going to be a See, top, the thing is, a though, top is, 10, maybe top five back this year. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, he could be. Absolutely. I'm so you guys are missing the biggest secondary person I got in my running back core. Alfred Blue, right? Like, <laughs> Shut up. We agree? I like, looked at that, man. and I was like, get that crap out of here. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Trash. But, but anyway, I, I love his <laughs> wide receivers. Um, they're so good. Um, but, yeah, and I, I, I think his bench is lacking a little, but it's it's on the up. It's getting better and better. So. Yeah, when I was kind of putting my roster together I, from last year, especially, I looked. I was like, okay, where do I have pieces that I don't need? And I last year at the end of the year, I had four tight ends, and I just think that's overkill. Like, I don't think you need four tight ends. Agreed. Uh, no offense to the guys who have four tight ends right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we but. had someone at one point last year that had seven. Yeah, so. yeah, and and like you know, tight ends, you know, pretty early if they're going to be good or not. You know, in the beginning of the season, 
so I don't think you need to stash a bunch of tight ends. So I, I got rid of Disley and Jimmy Graham because like, you know, Disley, he might be good some games, but I was like, ah. so I decided to get like more running back depth. Cause I think last year at the end of the year, I did like five running backs in my team or something like that. I'd rather have more potential people who could be good at running back than, you know, tight end. So that's kind of what I was focusing on. I think I did okay. You know, I, I have me like kind of middle of the pack for off season transitions. And I love Darwin Thompson down there. Yep. He... I mean, that's that's big because your other your other running backs, you know, Artis Payne, Montgomery, Blue, Doug Martin. Um, not great. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Not great. No, Darwin so... Thompson was the one guy. That I I was trying to actually trade back into the third round of the rookie draft just to grab him. He was the only guy in the third and fourth round that I really, really wanted. So uh, I think it was a solid pick. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. We got Noah Lickle, Mr. Daddy of Two, coming up here. For me, there is once Come again. Coming February, by the way. Coming February, February. End, end of February. Thank goodness. <laughs> 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 hey, that's when my birthday is. What if your second kid's day, the day born on the same day as me? Eh, let's not talk That'd about that. That'd be amazing. Dude, English is Would tough. it, though? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we got, once again, Noah is like me and a couple of the Zacks, actually most of the Zacks, where he likes to make moves. We can't sit still and just sit on our roster. It's not possible. Not going to uh, happen. So he's got a lot going on for me. Where I'll, I'll just do like I did positional. Starting with quarterback, I thought he takes a big hit going from uh, Lamar Jackson to Derek Carr. I know Derek Carr has a chance to prove himself with, with AB there, but at the same time, Lamar has just got a way better future going on at this rate before injury. Running back, obviously getting Aaron Jones is a, is a big, huge positive, get, getting Montgomery and Henderson so I ranked him as kind of a big winner when it comes to running backs. Uh, receivers, actually, I, I voted a loser where although he added Shepard in, in Westbrook, I think the loss of Brandon Cooks is huge because I think right now Brandon Cooks is the guy that is going to be able to take a massive step. It's his first time basically in his career that he's – with the same team back-to-back years. He's always been traded, learning new systems, uh, in very difficult offenses. The Saints, the Rams, and the Patriots aren't easy to learn. So I think he's going to have a great year this year. But where I actually gave you the massive bump, because we got two negatives and a positive going on so far, is tight end. You got rid of Jonu Smith and Vernon Davis and replaced those guys with Dallas Goddard and George Kittle which yeah. absolutely increased the value of your squad tremendously. Uh, George Kittle, obviously, I gave you a plus three on that just because it was such a big pickup. But Dallas Goddard is really sneaky to me. Uh, the fact that he was just picked up off of waivers as well is another massive positive. So, yeah, I ended up with you at a plus four as well. So very good, but not quite elite. There was, there was two guys above you. Yeah, I, I actually agree with all of that. Um, I think getting Kittle was a huge thing for me. I think I still think you know he might be the number one pass option uh, on that club. And Goddard, too, I'm really excited about because he has a little bit of value even with Ertz on the field. And if Ertz gets hurt or in the years coming isn't on the team or whatever, um, Goddard's going to be a massive value. Um, and also Swaim too. He was with the Cowboys. Now he's with the Jaguars. I mean, he could be nothing. Um, but last I heard he was running with the ones and we know Nick Foles likes to throw the tight end and DeFilippo's the offensive coordinator over there. He's a pass happy offensive coordinator. I mean, you never know, you know, yeah, so just, I've been hearing again, some Swaim hype as well, but yeah, again, he's a little older tr- though. Right, right. And I don't know what his timestamp for his career is left, but right. he, he and could like, do something this year. I just tried to – I think my roster was upgraded a little bit. Um, I, th- I think one thing, too, is I, I really need some running backs with a guaranteed load. You know, I, I, I don't have a McCaffrey, a Elliott, a Kamara, Barkley. You know, I don't have I, – I have guys that I really like. Um but I don't really have just a solid 
tier one running back that I know for sure will put it up there for me. Yeah, like a know? Zeke that's so. holding out, huh? Yeah, gosh, hey, how does that out. feel? Yeah, he'll be back for week one. So will he, though? Oh, yeah. I think With, he'll be uh, back for a week. If he yeah. wants to be the second highest paid running back. Hey, yeah. I had yeah, a dream so. that he accepted <sighs> that contract, and I woke up really confused when I couldn't find that anywhere in the news. Yeah, he's not I, He's not taking that contract. He, There's no way. They'll find a way. They'll give him a little bit more money. They'll pay him like the same as Gurley or maybe just a little bit more. He'll be fine. People are freaking out. He'll be fine. I don't yeah? know. Yeah? How, how would you feel if he was not on your team? Would, would it be fine then? I would cry a little bit. Not gonna so lie. how many games? <laughs> yeah. You told me he's not going to miss any games this nope. morning. How many games yep. is he going to miss if he's not on your dynasty team? If he's not on my dynasty team? <laughs> oh, it's still zero. Yeah, he'll be fine. Whatever. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Draft, Drake, draft him I, I will say, if Zeke holds out the whole year, you're screwed because oh yeah, yeah you have definitely. Cohen and Freeman, and if either one of them gets hurt or bye weeks, you're freaking toast. So now this is what's gonna happen with Cohen, right? Like Montgomery, total bust. Like he's not gonna be do, he's not gonna do anything. <laughs> right? Right? Hot take. Mike, Mike Mike Davis gonna blow out his ACL. It'll just be Cohen. He'll get you know three down back in Chicago. He'll be great. It's almost like nah, I own right? Mike Davis happen. and Noah owns Montgomery. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything to add to to Noah Drake? Well, like when you were talking about uh, you know cars a downgrade from Jackson, I agree with you. But he has Mahomes, so I I view it as yeah. kind of like a it's a mute, moot point because. He, you know, his backup will be played once, and that's not going to be on Mahomes' bye week. Yep. Like, yeah. So if you take Mahomes out of a game, it's either because he's hurt, all of his receivers are hurt, and they're playing Jacksonville or Chicago. Like, Mahomes is the man. I Yeah, so you guys nailed it, though. Kittle's a huge break for Noah. Like, Kittle's the man. He's great. He's going to have a good year. Okay. Uh, Mary Beth will be next. Drake, do you want to start this one off? Uh, I mean, Sure. Okay. Uh, I, I can I can I can do that. I view Mary Beth's team kind of, you know, like she didn't add a ton of pieces, just more of like a background players. Like her main hitters are still there from last year, like you know Kamari, Henry, and Miller as her main three, you know, running backs are still there. I guess uh, Peyton Barber from last year is still there. Uh, the big plus for her for running backs is uh, Latavius Murray. That's a great handcuff for Kamara, and he's still going to be a decent flex play from week to week because the running backs. Well, you know, running backs for the Saints, they just pound the ball all the time. Um, I think the only receiver that she added that I could see was uh, Curtis Samuel, uh, which solid player. But, uh, you know, Juju, Thielen, Galladay, you know, those are still play- really solid players. Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Debo Samuel, he might be something. Probably not, but whatever. But, I mean, Juju and Thielen, those are great players. You know, like, you know, so she didn't really change too much around. I mean, her tight ends are just meh, you know, like Rudolph. Yeah. Sorry, TJ. I know Rudolph's your boy because he's from Minnesota, but I don't think he's a super valuable tight end for fantasy. Sorry, TJ. You can yell at me. He later. just yeah. shut off the yeah. podcast. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. We he can just... talk bad about him. <laughs> no, just no, shut no. It off. TJ's just smirking. <laughs> he's yeah. just smirking. He, he smirked and he gave a little shoulder shrug like, <laughs> you know, okay. Yeah, I think he just crossed out a picture of my face on his wall or something. He's yeah, like taking I, it down. I I actually really like Lamar Jackson, and with his legs, he adds a lot of fantasy value. Um, I I think he could potentially break out. Um, but I I think she, you know she didn't make a lot of moves. I don't think she necessarily had to. I think my biggest concerns are her tight ends, like Drake just talked about. I agree. I think it's not a good situation there. Um, because I believe it's just Rudolph and Uzoma, and you d- definitely want to make a change there. Um, I think my biggest concern is she has no first or second round picks next year. Um, obviously she has time to acquire that, but I think if she for some reason doesn't make the playoffs, she might be looking at acquiring some picks. Um, but if you look at her bench, it's it's all guys that haven't proven themselves yet, but all have all have an opportunity to. Maybe with the exception of um, Hogan, but all those guys are younger, unproven guys um, who it's kind of a you know it's kind of a crapshoot who might break out. Um, but you know Malcolm Brown and Wilkins and Justin Jackson and then the two young guys she drafted Gaskin and Benny Snell Jr. Um, you know she still has Chark from last year. Um, a lot of things show that wide receiver twos you know 
or wide receivers, I'm sorry, in their second year. If they're going to break out, it's typically in their second year. So it'll just be interesting to see how her, her bench plays out. It could be a thing where, you know, by middle of the year, her bench looks really bad. Or by the middle of the year, it could look really good and kind of promising. So I think it'll just be interesting. Like, we know her starting lineup is really good um, and can still blow you out of the water. But, yeah, I think it'll the most thing I'll be watching for is just how her young guys play on the bench. So I, I think it'd be better for her depth if she had some more, at least a couple more guaranteed guys that could give you guaranteed production. Um, but at the same time, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I agree with uh, pretty much all those things. Lamar Jackson was a big bonus for me. Uh, her pickups of Justin Jackson and running back for the Chargers and then Debo Samuel, I I just voted as meh. Like, they were just even where right. things could happen where both of them do great. Like, Justin Jackson could be a monster for her this year. But at the same time, like, well, there's a lot of things that can happen and they just don't do anything. Uh, Latavius Murray, other than Lamar Jackson was the big one that Drake touched on where I think he's just, just got that dual quality of the handcuff plus the, the weekly value. I'm really excited to see what he does. So yeah, I ended up giving Mary Beth was actually a surprise for me where I gave her uh, a plus three, which was like fifth or sixth best out of everybody here. Um, so that was good. So that like, Obviously, if you're getting a plus from me, that means that I think your roster is moving forward. Uh, but yeah, you guys definitely hit the nail on the head. Next, we have Zach Dykstra. So for Dykstra, he is, like I said, he, he's, he's a Zach. So apparently, I'm looking at all three right now. <laughs> the Zachs just like to make moves, which is fantastic. Welcome. We will take, if you know a Zach that likes fantasy football, we will take you in this league because there's something with it. I'll start at QB. Holy crap. A giant plus with his QBs. He went from Massive. Trubisky yeah. and Rudolph to now Rodgers and Newton are, are the big additions, which is Not just sure a, pulled it off, but dang. a huge pl- Like That's monumental. I know Cam Newton's hurt right now, but that's okay. He'll be fine. Uh, running back, he didn't really do much. It was most like, like he went from Royce Freeman to Josh Jacobs where – I gave it a plus one. It was a good addition, but we'll kind of see. People are hyping Freeman. Huge plus one. Huge plus one. People are hyping Jacobs. We'll see. I'm not quite as big on Jacobs as you are, Noah. Opportunity. Yeah, you you viewed that bigger than I did. Uh, Wide receiver is where it's interesting. I think he's a massive loser at what he did to his wide receivers this year. Um, Maybe the biggest out of everybody with wideouts, where he went from – Michael Thomas, Amari Cooper, DJ Moore, and Trent Taylor, which is kind of the fourth. But those three, Thomas, Cooper, and Moore, all solid, massive upside guys. Got rid of them all. And he replaced them with Adams, which is excellent, Edelman, Fuller, and Allison. And to me, going from Amari Cooper and DJ Moore to Edelman and Fuller is a massive downgrade for me. Uh, just in age, in talent, in upside, in health, like literally all those things he lost on. So I was, it was a little surprising to see that big of a downgrade in wide receiver to me. And then well, last, Devonte Adams, though, right? So he'll yes, have but I, Adams I had, and Edelman. I had Adams and Michael Thomas counseling each other out. So like oh, he okay, lost okay, Thomas and he gained Adams. I had right, those right, cancel right, right, each other right, out, right. and then Cooper Moore versus Edelman and Fuller. Um, I, and it, I think Adams is a bigger upgrade that over Thomas. Like I'd rather have Adams than Thomas. And but it's league. it's a minor. Like yeah. they're both they're both what top six guys in the league. Like yeah, yeah I would yeah, I would put Adam, I would put Adams as like top three, and then Thomas as top six. But yeah. for dynasty, yeah. I have Amari Cooper way ahead of Edelman. Um, yeah, I'd agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, for for dynasty, but for this year, I'm I'm calling it Edelman's gonna have a better year than Cooper. I, I just I can't stand Amari Cooper. I I don't know if, if what it is. Maybe I owned him one year and he just bombed for me. I can't stand Amari Cooper. I love that he got rid of Amari Cooper. I've owned Amari for, Cooper yeah. twice, and it's I'm extremely with you. frustrating. It, yeah, it's hard. I I will not own Amari Cooper because of past years, 
but I'm well, it's trying just consistency. To, yes, I'm trying to not have the blinders on when you got a 24 year old guy versus a 33 year old guy, um, and and he does have the talent. He just can't put it together week in and week out. Um, and then lastly, going from OJ Howard to Dallas and Dallas Goddard to Henry and Hooper, I have that as a downgrade, but just barely. Like OJ Howard and Henry are pretty much even. And then, uh, and then I think Goddard was better than Hooper, so that's where the downgrade comes in. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, I like Hunter Henry quite uh, quite a bit. You know, I think he could uh, he could really do something this year special out in uh, you know the Chargers offense, especially with if uh, Melvin Melvin Gordon keeps holding out, which I think he is. I w- I would be kind of surprised if he came back. You know, I within the first too. ten weeks, you know, I could see him holding out for a very long time. Yeah. So I think Hunter Henry could be just a touchdown machine. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really like OJ Howard cause I think, I think I told, uh, talk to you, Eric and Zach when the trade was made with OJ Howard. And I was like, I cannot believe he's giving away OJ Howard. Cause I'd like OJ Howard a lot too. Yep. Uh, but Howard has that big old injury risk, but I guess, you know, Henry too does too. <laughs> now I'm thinking about it cause he didn't play last year at all. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I think I'm not as down on the wide receiver stuff than you are eric i i still believe it's a downgrade but i don't think it's as bad maybe um as you portrayed it but um it is still a downgrade i think mostly his his depth like his bench is just kind of eh, you know especially compared to his starting roster because the starting roster is great i love his starting roster um and the, the quarterback depth is great uh, i want to put it in context but I think the rest of it's just kind of, eh, you know, um, like, you know, Fuller always injured. Amendola, I don't think is going to do much. Um, you know, Edelman Hooper, never plays a full season. Yeah. So I, I just think his, his depth is kind of, eh, and you know, he doesn't have any first round picks next year and just one second. So, um, we'll see. I still think he's going to have a great year. Um, but yeah. yeah, and I obviously love the addition of Josh Jacobs. I, I like his moves a lot better than yes, you, you guys. Are, I, I I like all of his moves. I you like know, the except, moves he made, except maybe Howard. Uh, like I like his receiver moves. You know, I I like it. I'm I'm a fan. He Josh definitely Jacobs, he definitely got better. Much. I'm just I'm just saying when it comes to his starting lineup, his depth is a little lacking. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see that argument. I I gave him a, and I was actually surprised. I thought he'd be one of the highest for me. I only gave him a plus one for this, which, and and it comes down to my my bias with the wide receivers. If I took your guys' opinion and and plugged it in for the wide receiver, he'd be at like a plus three or four for for me. Uh, I just am. I I I do agree though that like I kind of had the same thing going into it. I thought he'd be like tops. Yeah, in, I thought he'd be top. Um, two what he did in the me. off season. And that's not to say he did anything bad. Like I think he got a little better, yep. but it didn't. It didn't blow me away. I agree. Yeah, and and having him as like a plus one, plus two, he did get better to me. Like I think his roster right. took steps forward, just not near as much as I thought it would have. Which is right. fine. Right. It's just hmm. yeah, it's it's kind of cool when you actually look at it, break it down. That you get surprised here and there. Uh, yep, I'm surprised by that statement. <laughs> I, I I love his offseason moves. I'm going on record with it. Okay, so I'm, he might it's be not, not just because he's getting married. You're getting Drake all fired up it's over not here. Just I'm because pumped. he's getting married. He might be Drake's number one at the end of this. We 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 don't know. Uh, he's gonna listen to this like the night before he gets married, <laughs> and then on his wedding day, his future wife is gonna be like, "What's wrong?" He's like, "Whatever. It's just nothing. It's fine. whatever." <laughs> it's at least the, Drake had my back. Guys <laughs> on the podcast, they just don't believe in me. No, he was like. <laughs> but number, we do because, like, that's the thing. Number I'm saying, two though, in our was, rankings. Yeah, I was really. I still am really bullish on him. You know, Actually, I showed he, that in the rankings he, episode. He's number. Two he's my or, champ. Is he your number one for you? I think. Yeah, he's number one for you and number one for uh, number two for me. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So like, it's not like we think he's bad. We right. Just, context. Context. Yeah, we just think the roster moves weren't as big as we thought. Uh, TJ, we got Mister Sir Grins himself. Uh, he is next. Skull. 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 This was another surprise for me, but for the opposite reason of Dykstra. I, I didn't think TJ did a whole lot, but when I was looking, I was actually really happy with his, with his roster. I gave him a plus four. Noah, start us off. What do you think? 
I actually completely agree with you. Uh, same thing. Um, I wasn't very high on him in the rankings. I think I had him like seventh or eighth. Um, and like his roster was fine, but it didn't like wow me. But when I look at what he did in the offseason, I was like, he, I, I put a note that he was like the surprise. Like, I was like, wow, I actually think his, his roster changed a lot for the better. So, um, I mean, he didn't do like a ton of moves per se. I'm just saying it got a lot better than I expected from the end of the year last year. So, yeah. Yeah. Drake. I, th- I think Cooper Cup, um, you know, or Noah. That sucks. <laughs> can you even tell? <laughs> oh, I can tell. Um, but yeah, just a lot of high upside guys, um, good depth. Um, flipping Alexander Madison, as much as I hate to admit it, looks really good in preseason. <laughs> Skull. Um, Skull. Skull. So. They yeah, still do the chant during the games in the preseason. I love it. Well, why wouldn't they? I know? I yeah, just it's, I have I have this vision when because the Seahawks played the Vikings last week, and they were the Seahawks were about to kick off, and the whole stadium, the U.S. Bank Stadium, was just screaming "Skull, Skull," and it was actually like really cool. And I'm sure if you're actually there, it's like I've been badass. there for a game. It's awesome. Yeah, but I just <laughs> had this. I was laughing because I had this vision of TJ just like sitting crisscross applesauce in the middle of his living room and by himself probably and just like <laughs> whispering with the crowd just like skull, skull, as he's skull. clapping yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a beast possibly a viking head on <laughs> it's got the horns he's yeah. wearing purple yeah <laughs> Uh, I am not as uh, as fond as the as some of the roster moves as uh, it sounds like Noah is. You know, like I mean, for quarterback, I mean he picked up Matt Ryan, which is a good starter. But you know, he lost Josh Allen, and I love Josh Allen. You know, for dynasty and fantasy, it's like I think Allen could be something special. Um, but it looks like you know a, sm- a slight upgrade in the re- in the running backs and the receivers. You know, I personally think it's a downgrade. Uh, just personally, I don't like uh, you know Ridley or you know Gallup or Sutton. Um, I I'm just not a big fan you know personally. I I like Sterling Shepard this year. Jarvis Landry, I think is good. Obviously Cooper Cup is I love Cooper Cup. You know I'm just about as high on him as uh, Matthew Barry is. You know, and he oh, loves gosh. Cooper Cup. Um, His little Cooper Cup. Yep. I'm just you know I'm just. It, it looks like he traded around some pieces. Um, you know, and his roster is a lot different this year than last. But nothing big changed, um, and I'm just you know not I don't I'm not in love with the guys that he did pick up. You know? I think the thing is is he got he got a lot he got he got younger and he has, in my opinion, higher upside, especially you know, like his wide receivers too, um, and he got Hawkinson in the draft, which I think could be really good. Um, but I think the biggest thing is he got a little bit better, and on top of that, he's got three first round picks and two second-round picks in what could be a really good, deep rookie draft. So I think he, you know, you would think with setting up for the future like that, he might be sacrificing this season, where I thought he got a little bit better, especially in the depth area, and also acquired picks. So that's yeah, kind of what Yeah, I mean, those, me those picks will come in handy next year. Yeah, I, I know, yeah, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Usually you ha- you have to sacrifice your really good players, and he didn't have to give up a ton of his really good players to acquire those picks. Jarvis Landing, so. Sterling Shepard, and Latavius Murray. I love those guys. Yeah, but yeah. they're not first-round pick guys, though. That's yeah. what I'm saying. All three of them, maybe. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But yeah. I, three to, to throw my two cents in here, I think I, – I agree with both of you. I'm a little different. But, like, uh, I think running back, like Drake said, I think he did good at running back. Uh, Latavius Murray was a hit, but not the end-all, be-all. Like Noah said – Although he like Latavius Murray, Duke Johnson, Giovanni Bernard, all these guys that he lost, they're probably worth a little bit more than what he got. But we know what they are. They're kind of at their their, their ceiling. Yeah. They're not growing yep. much. Whereas Freeman and Howard Madison, especially like there's a chance that they can take a step up. Uh, and then wide receiver, it's the same thing. Like we know what Landry, Shepard, and even Cooper Cup are now. Do I think Cooper Cup was the best receiver that he lost and, and better than all the guys he gained? I 100% agree with Drake. I actually put right. I put Cooper Cup, uh, losing Cooper Cup and gaining Sutton as a minus two. So that was his yeah. biggest minus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Sutton, Gallup, and Ridley, 
and even Deontay Johnson, he drafted him. I threw him in there as well. Although they don't, they're not as good as a Landry and Shepard right now. They do have a big chance to step up and keep growing. Whereas the other guys have kind of already hit their limit. Uh, and then right. for me, one thing that I was surprised he has didn't, didn't touch on is got rid of, of uh, Jack Doyle and replaced him with TJ Hawkinson, which I kind of was under the impression of, yeah, TJ Hawkinson might deal right this year. Everything that he's been showing this offseason is that the guy is maybe the closest thing to Rob Gronkowski that we've had in a while. He could um, be the best passing option on that team easily. It's, easily. He is looking like an absolute man beast. And so uh, I gave him a plus two for adding Hawkinson, which really, really helped his score. Uh, so for, for me, yeah, I agree with both of you guys in a lot of aspects, kind of tweaked a few things. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'm probably closer to Noah with that than I am with Drake. Anything, oh, any last thing for TJ? <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I think. Drake, did you say, what? of course? No. <laughs> you <laughs> rat. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got Christian coming up next. Oh, sorry. I said it wrong. We got Christian. Duh, up next. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'll kick it off this time. For me, I was conflicted just like the last one where TJ got rid of Josh Allen and got Matt Ryan. Christian got rid of Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford, but he received Josh Allen. Uh, like you were kind of saying, Drake, I think Matt Ryan, like we were talking about earlier, we know where he is, and I think he's great, and he's going to be good for these next couple years, and it's going to be awesome. Uh but Allen is someone that I'm super excited about as well. And although his floor is a lot lower than Matt Ryan's, his ceiling is insane. Uh, and so I kind of was not sure of what to, what to think of about the QB situation. Now, running backs, I think he took a big hit. He got yep. rid of David Johnson, got rid of Coleman, got rid of Lindsey. Uh, I threw in Marshawn Lynch because I needed a fourth guy. It doesn't really matter. But then <laughs> got, but then he received Damian Williams, Matt Breda, Sony Michelle, and Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, not a huge pickup. Philip Lindsay and Sony Michelle, I kind of matched them as being equal, uh, just because although Philip Lindsay's more kind of guaranteed in what he's going to get, Sony has the higher ceiling but the higher risk as well with injury. Uh, Coleman and Breda. I think that Coleman's the better pick here. So I put it as a, as a minus one, the pickup of Breda. But then losing David Johnson and replacing him with Williams, I put as a minus two. Can you believe this? They are the same age, basically. I think they're both 27. I think David Johnson's a few months older. Same age. I'll take David Johnson Oh yeah. all day yeah. over D. Williams. Um and yeah, did, yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and then touching on receiver quickly. I think overall for depth, he lost. I, I, I do like T.Y. Hilton over Cooks. I like Chris Godwin over Lockett. I like Michael Gallup over Deshaun Jackson. But getting Cooper Cup is is a big positive. And I think that um he might have gotten more top end potential with, with Cooks and Cup and Lockett. But I do like the upside and the, the potential and the depth that he lost. So I kind of gave him as a minus one overall for wide receivers. But then the steal of the show for me, the thing that kind of saved him was... Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. I gave him a yep. plus three for replacing Ricky Seals-Jones for Travis Kelsey. What do you guys got? Yeah, it's a little bit of an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is... Um, you know, Gronk out, Kelsey in. You know, I know Gronk is still on his team technically. He's got him down there in IR, but yeah, that's Kelsey coming in. Yeah, Kelsey coming in could keep his head above water. Um, and I say that because just my broad note was the bench got a little better, but the starters got much worse. Exactly. Um, yeah, the mm -hmm. running backs is really where it hurts. Um, you know, losing the guys you mentioned and Michelle and Damian Williams, and both those guys could have good production but both carry massive risk, massive, massive risk. And then behind that, it's just, it's not a lot to get excited about. You know, Brita might get some run. But he's um, got risk. Like yep, every guy risk has, has risk. I really don't think Edmonds will even see the ball unless there's an, in, an injury to David Johnson. Um, and then Daryl Williams, I mean, he he's just passing work sometimes on the chiefs i, I don't i don't think he's super talented yeah nothing to get excited um, about. 
And then Homer and I don't even know his Cox wide receiver running back. Running back. Um, yeah. So I think that shows that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I pretty much just echoing what exactly what you said. Uh, my my biggest thing is there's just not a ton of usable guys on the bench. Um, yeah. So that's the thing. And there's potential. First rounders, one second rounder. I mean, yeah. I'm, yeah, there's some yeah. potential, yes I'm, yes. I'm echoing kind of like what you guys said. Yeah. It's like. Right. Yeah. I like Allen. I like Kelsey. Um, but for running backs and receivers, which is the core of your team, that's kind of, in my mind, what you build a championship roster around. Yep. Um, he has a lot of good, solid players, but none of them are, you know, wide receiver ones or running back ones. You know, it looks like he's got a bunch of quality wide receiver and running back twos and flex plays. You know, he doesn't have that guy who's going to be like, he's going to get me, you know, 10 touchdowns this year. I don't, I don't see that maybe Cooper cup, but I mean, I love Cooper cup, but um, I just don't see him having a, you know, super strong guy who's going to be played every single week. He's going to have to make a ton of decisions. Week right. In, week out it is big play. getting cup. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. I agree with that completely. Uh, next we got G money. We got two more here for me. I think G Money did a fantastic job. I won't talk too much because I've been kind of dominating a lot, a lot of these. Um, but G Money with going from Bortles to Murray is what I want to highlight. I think that was a massive upgrade. I think his running backs with Gurley and Johnson and Lindsey, massive upgrades. Uh, oh, oh. He did take a hit in a few spots at wide receiver, especially depth. And then, uh, and then obviously it's a downgrade going from Kelsey to Ebron. I put it at minus two. What do you guys got? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kelsey, I mean, he's amazing. I mean, what else can you say? I think he was, you know, he could have been like a top 10 wide receiver last year and he was a tight end. So he's amazing. Um, but I, I love what he did for his receivers and his running backs. I mean, sure, he doesn't have a lot of depth at receiver, but he didn't have a lot of depth last year at receiver. You So you um, like getting rid of Lockett, Christian Kirk, and Kiki QT and adding T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell. I really like T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he still has A.J. Brown. Uh, Paris Campbell has, you know, sneaky upside. You know, I think he could be a beast with yards after the catch. Yeah, I don't um, love it, but I'm fine with it. Yeah, and Christian Kirk, for me, you know, has a good upside. But I think he, he you know, at his worst, he could be nothing. Um, Fair play. I only gave it a minus one, so it's not like I'm pissed about it. But I overall, because the way I see it is, you know, between Lockett, QT, and Kirk, I mean, those are all flex plays. Hilton is a wide receiver one in my mind. Like okay. that's a big upgrade. Fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I think the same same thing. Like um, I I had him labeled as the winner of the off season, just as far as improving his roster. Spoiler. He made a, he made a ton. <laughs> he made he made a ton of splashy, um, ton of splashy additions, um, including make, making a bunch of splashes at the rookie draft too. Um, yeah, I just think his roster is really really good. Um, to have David Johnson, Gurley, and then Tevin Coleman and Philip Lindsay in the um, waiting in the wings and Ooh, Singletary, yeah, 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 and Singletary, which has a ton of upside. And Spencer so, Ware, yep. and he's got Pollard. Yeah, if Pollard. Uh, your boy holds out any longer, that's yeah, not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah, I think we all agree that he did a he did a really really good job. Um, last but not least, well, on some guys' rankings like mine, he's least, but. Uh, Zach <laughs> DeYoung, get cool. bodied, son. Uh, I love you, but <laughs> with him, I have him as kind of a mismatch. Where I have him as a big, a big loser at QB. Rogers and Newton are way better than Trubisky and Daniel Jones. Um, and then running back, losing Todd Gurley was massive. He, Sanders and Harris just aren't there yet, and, and it's hard when you're giving up a guy like like drake said you need those rb ones those wide receiver ones and to give one up for for depth is tough uh and then wide receiver i did put him as positives where all the guys he lost were where it was okay because he just slightly upgraded with wide receiver for me uh and then last but not least i think noah fant is an upgrade over jordan reed so i gave that a plus one as well yeah yeah i mean i I have a, a lot of losses, obviously, yeah, QB, you said. Um, and with Miles Sanders, I mean, he has Miles Sanders, which is, I think is going to be a great pick. I think he's going to be good in the long run. But this year, I think, you know, he has a really low floor and not a super high ceiling. 
Um, I think he'll be fine as, you know, like a flex play. But, I mean, he has him as his, wide receiver, his running back one right now. And, he, you know, he has four running backs on the death chart right now. Yep. Which, you know, he needs to add something there pretty quick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I don't love, you know, obviously Amari Cooper. I don't love Amari Cooper. I mean, I said that before earlier. Um, so it's like, I don't really see that as a big Would you plus. say it to his face? I would say it to his face. You I'll, would not say it to his face. I'll, oh, Amari Cooper's face or D- Dykstra? Dion's no, Amari Amer- Cooper's face. Oh, no, I would uh, run away. Yeah. But he would, he's probably faster than me. Even with know, his what bad you, foot What do you mean right probably now? faster? Well, he I've has a foot injury. In person. Yeah, oh, he has a foot God. injury. I could just kick him in the shin and run, right? Good Lord, you're yeah. dumb. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see, yeah, tight ends is a downgrade, too. I, you know, Fanton Sternberger. You know, I mean, maybe there'll be something someday, but I don't think that's going to be for at least maybe next year they might do something. But yeah, I think it'll be closer to two years. So, you know, and he lost Jordan Reed, who, you know, if he's not hurt, is good. Um, <laughs> but uh, when is he not yeah. hurt? I don't know. I, didn't he just get hurt like two days ago? He got a concussion. Yeah. Classic. yeah he got his head blown off. It was rough to watch. Classic, yeah. I, classic Jordan Reed. I agree with everything you guys said, you know, pretty much. Um, so not a ton to add to it. I mean, I do I do love Sanders and his core of young wide receivers he's gotten, but it was a massive overhaul and he did make the team very young, which I like. Um, you know, I I like that when he, you know, overall the changes he made, he went with youth. But at the same time, I think it might have been a little bit too much cuz his team got a lot worse because of it. Um and just he's just in desperate need of running backs. Um I do think it is good that he has three first round picks and a second round pick, you know, that that'll help. So it's not like he's completely decimated. Um, but you know, I think he, he just really needs running backs and there's just, unfortunately there's just no star power as of right now. Um, you know, one of these rookies could break out and that's good that he's got a bunch of young guys and trying to hit on some of them. That's good. Um, but there's just right now, there's just, there's nobody with really star, star power, unless you guys disagree. I mean, I guess, you could maybe, well, Drake won't, but you could argue Cooper a little bit maybe, but I've I don't said know. enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. it's it's like the old saying where the word potential is one of the worst words in the world to describe a player or, or an athlete because potential is right. great, but unless they actually reach that potential, it's worthless. And right. so it's that's great where, when it happens. <laughs> yes. And so that's where his roster right now, it's all potential where if if he hits on a lot of these guys, great. It's awesome. Everybody's excited. He's going to do 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 really well. But that's not usually how things work. Players take time to develop. A lot of players are going to bust. And so it's just scary when he doesn't have any building blocks. Like Amari Cooper is his building block. And like Drake right. has said, Drake hates that as a building block. So, yeah, I I think we can agree on that. But you never know. In two days, he could have no picks at all this coming year and uh, four studs. <laughs> yeah, and Amari Cooper could be somewhere else. So yeah, no, I agree. He has he has had quite a bit of talent go through his his team. That that's for sure. All right, we got two more left. Although I like to make fun of DeYoung, you're not last or least. You're, you're Didn't good, you buddy. say we had two more left, like two people yeah, ago? I yeah, was I was looking at the one. wrong paper, and I forgot Literally. I had a third yeah. sheet of paper, dude. So many Inbred. notes. Inbred. Nice job. Inbred. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I'm, like, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to mute that. I'm just yeah. going to absolutely <laughs> mute it. There's put, the next bleep. Yeah, yeah that's going to be great. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, Laser Dude, yeah. I kind of have him as a wash, where... I think, yeah, he's slightly upgraded at QB. Uh, he also upgraded with Kenyon Drake at, at uh, running back. Receiver, it was kind of, eh. It wasn't really anything much happened. Uh, where he loses, though, and this is the big thing where, oh, man, this is. I think this is going to hurt him for a couple years to come, and that is losing George Kittle and replacing him with Jimmy Graham. Like that's yeah. that was a minus three for me. So, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah, George Kittle, he's fantastic, you know. Yes. So he's very it, good. It is a big bummer that he lost him, but you know, I'm on the mindset where you don't need, you know, a top three tight end to win. Um, 
but in his case, I think he might need a top three tight end to win because <laughs> his roster's not looking great right now. Which you know, Ryan, just bodied. Just the man, backhand compliment. Oof. Hey, yeah. <laughs> don't worry, Laser Gigi. You don't need a top top end tight end to win, but <laughs> you would actually. So there you go. Well, Kittle is a bigger blow to his team than it would be to you know G Money's team type of type yeah. of deal. You know. Um, but yeah, I think he. You know, I, th- I see some losses. You know, on the board um, with QB. You know, he got rid of Eli Manning, which is a great idea. If you have Eli Manning, you should probably ditch him. Uh, but you know he didn't pick up anybody great behind him. Garoppolo, Garoppolo, go, I, whatever his name is. You know it's uh you know it's a it's a good pickup, but I don't think he's gonna be super valuable for fantasy. Um, but, he had you know. Garoppolo last year. It was just Garoppolo was on his IR. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I mean, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. he he replaced Manning with with uh, Haskins in the draft. Yeah, I do like uh, the pickup of uh, Ingram and of course Drake. He has the coolest name in the league. You know, obviously. So that's a big win for him. We should just end it here. Yeah, I was I was in a draft with Drake, what last week or whatever, Something and like that. Drake texted me. He was on the clock, and he texted me. I don't know how to who to pick here, but I think I'm gonna take somebody with an awesome name. And then ding, he picks Kenyon Drake, and I just like shook my head, like just what do you do? What do you do? what do you do with that? It was a perfect pick. Well, yep. We'll see, you know. He's so, not injured or anything. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a ton to add. I mean, he pretty much stayed the same. And, I mean, he got some decent young guys, you know, especially in the draft. Um, but the roster is still very weak and lacks star power. Um, but that's what's awesome about Dynasty. That can change in an instant. So, whereas, you know, sometimes redraft, you're like, well, I'm screwed. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do like Haskins, Pettis, Garoppolo, but... Just no star power and not many picks either. No first round picks, one second round pick. So we'll see. Yeah, I uh, I agree with pretty much everything you guys said there. Now we are at the end. I totally lied earlier. My good, uh, Zach <laughs> Viss. I actually think he did a spectacular job this year. Um, and and like we were talking about in our predictions episode, I didn't have him doing that well. But I said he would be the guy that would shock me and and just do finish way higher than my predictions. Well, literally like the next day after the podcast came out, he made some more trades. And just based off of that, I think his team got better. Like he's he's jumping in my rankings as as we speak kind of thing. And so to kind of highlight, I do believe that losing Baker is a, is a negative, but he also has great qbs there so it's not the end of the world like he did it's not a big loss but wide receiver man did he boost his receivers like nobody else this year where adding michael thomas godwin washington even dk metcalf like those are huge additions and if you look at allen right uh no he he had keenan allen oh he did he did okay my bad yeah he had him the only losses that he had was ridley and edelman like I'll I'll lose those two guys and gain everything that he did. So, uh, yeah, I and, I and even at tight end, I gave him a plus one for for Irv Smith over Hayden Hurst. So yeah, I I think Zach Viss did a spectacular job. Yeah, I completely agree. That's the same thing for me. I think his bench he added some like interesting pieces on his bench that I think are good. So his bench got a little better, but his starters got massively better. I mm-hmm. mean, massively. So. We'll see. I might have to change him and where I have in my rankings. So, yeah, we well, yeah. and then there's even the whole technically the addition of Lev Bell. Like Lev Bell did not play at all last year, so although he was on the roster, like you get a you get a guy like that back. Um, and then I didn't men- mention Duke Johnson, but Duke Johnson's also a solid depth piece. I like Duke Johnson this year. Is that it? Yeah, I I I like <laughs> it. I I like uh I like what this did this year quite a lot quite a bit um yeah i mean technically he didn't gain bell but i mean you know this year he's probably gonna play unless he does something weird in practice or something but yeah i I like bell a lot you know and um overall i think he added good pieces where he needed them you know which is yeah good for zach (laughs) good for you zach Viss. good for you (laughs) i'm not jealous of your team at all (laughs) (laughs) no i i absolutely I absolutely love it. Like, especially for a guy that finished in the regular season, Zach Viss 
as much as we crapped on Nolan Wolfus's team, Zach Viss finished last in the league uh, at the regular season. Not not the like playoffs. Nolan took took the cake for the loser bowl. But yeah, I I think it's really cool to have someone that was at the bottom of the barrel in my eyes jump up so much just in one off season. Yep. Yeah, definitely. It's it's really cool. You know, I mean, the only slight down thing I have on his roster is that he has currently uh, one, two, three, four tight ends on his bench, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of having that many tight ends on the bench. But if that's the only bad thing I can really think of, you know, you're doing great, Zach. Keep it up the good work, but drop a tight end or two. (laughs) (laughs) Words of wisdom. Okay. Now, I know Noah kind of spoiled it a little bit, but I Mm want to hear... Your guys' winners and losers. Who was the, who was the person, the team that, that you thought made the biggest upgrade over the course of the off season, and then who was the team that you thought really just wet the bed and they went they went backwards or just did the least amount of improvement? Uh, who wants well, to start? I'll I'll start. Yeah, Mr. Winner, Spoiler, you go first. Yeah, I already yeah. spoiled it, so I might as well go. Yep. My winner's G Money. Like I said in the predictions too, I think he's a sleeping giant. He's really gonna emerge. And, you know, just the additions of of Gurley and Lindsay and Coleman. Um I just think and you know, he does take a little bit of hit Ebron of Kelsey, but um Ebron's still gonna give you production. Uh, so I don't think it'll be matter because the other guys are gonna put up big numbers and you got Kyler Murray, I mean Tons of star power, splashy additions, and still kept his first and second round pick for next year. What about your yeah, loser? A, yeah. yeah, my loser, my loser. Unfortunately, I hate to keep pooping on him, but it's Laser, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, just with you know, no first and one second, um, you know, I just and not a lot of star power. So I just think he's got some work to do, you know. So. Dragon. Well, uh, I had the winner. Uh, I've adjusted a little bit, but I think I had the winner as uh, Dykstra. You know, I just I love what he's done to his team. You know, this year or last year compared to this year, I think he upgraded all of his main spots that he needed to win. Um, and I think his team's going to be really good this year. Um, I just I loved what he did in the off season. Um, and as my loser, uh, I had DeYoung. Uh, I have him just in super rebuild mode. So you know he's set up to just rebuild but i think this year you know he's gonna try to get you know a win or two i think if he does that he'll be very happy but i, I just i can't I, I i need more running backs i need another running back other than miles sanders on his on his team you know and of course the ghost of frank gore which i yeah. believe is still on his team the too. ghost of frank gore yeah <laughs> the, the guy's just you know how old is he like 50 at this time or he's there yeah i mean he, he exists he's walking he's yeah he, his legs move forward sometimes, uh, but yeah, uh, I love DeYoung. Uh, he's my homie, but uh, I feel like yeah. DeYoung is going to be cringing a lot this year during fantasy. Like it's this is if DeYoung can get through this year of of fantasy football with us, then he'll be a lifer because this one's going to be tough every Sunday. It's not going to look pretty in the score box, and I think everybody's predictions. Even Dykstra went as far as to say that DeYoung is going to be worse than waiver wire streamers. Like, that's that's not pretty for anybody. But maybe that was a little exaggeratory by him. But, yeah, I think yeah, you guys yeah. Yeah, you guys were pretty close to me. G-Money was my second uh, my second winner. I I disagree. Dykstra was, was on the lower end for me, but I know we differed on a couple of the, the players that he got. And then... Laser Dude and DeYoung were the second and third loser for me. So we actually had completely different. Everybody had different tops and different bottoms. Um, my winner is actually Zach Viss, the guy that was in last place. I think that my the reason why I have him slightly over G-Money is just because other than losing Baker, which he didn't, it doesn't hurt him because he has two good, solid quarterbacks. I didn't find any negatives. Like he only added to his roster, which is super impressive. Whereas G money, I felt like even though he made huge splashes, he did downgrade at a couple spots and in a couple places that um, just made him second. You know, unfortunately G money has been like second and third for a lot of my rankings. I'm sorry, man. I can't get you to that number one spot. And then for, <laughs> so close. And then for yeah. me, 
my uh, my guy that kind of wet the bed this offseason is Christian Duh. And, and Good bodied. It comes Oof. down to the fact of... Uh, I he replaced his star power guys like the guys that can give you that solid f- high high floor and you know you're going to get points for them like David Johnson uh and TY Hilton he he got rid of them and those were his staples and then he replaced them with with guys that have the upside a lot of the the additions that he put they all have upside the problem is they all have huge risks that go along with them like even a Brandon yep. Cooks. Brandon Cooks has games where he gets three points, two points. He just doesn't show up, and that hurts when you don't have a lot of high floor players to go along with him. So for me, it was just it was tough to to get behind it because, like you've said before, Noah, fantasy football is all about eliminating risk, and yep. I feel like his changes were really risky. So. Yep. Anything you guys that want to add? A, that is a uh, Matthew Berry saying, though. I can't take claim to that. <laughs> uh, screw yeah, Matthew Berry. We are that, yeah. way smarter than he is at fantasy football. Get bodied. Matthew Berry, if you ever listen to this, please don't be mad at me. <laughs> I don't care if he's mad at you. Oh, just listen to this. Matthew <laughs> the man. Yeah, Matthew Berry, please listen. No, he wouldn't give a crap. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said before, we, should we tag are. Him on the post. Yeah. We suck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I th- Man, I knew that this was going to be a long-winded podcast. But it's about uh yeah well we exceeded expectations. I know you you guys have a few things you have to do this this evening, um, but thank you so much, Drake, for joining us. Drake, Hopefully, yeah, yeah, fun. Well, you yeah, like it? yeah. Thanks for letting me crash the podcast. Uh, glad everything went super smoothly. <laughs> uh, yeah. We had a bunch of audio issues before. <laughs> you mean Noah had a bunch of audio issues before? Uh, it's not my problem. Yeah. Well, it is, but it's not. I, it's I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, otherwise the computer with the bat earlier. I don't know what was happening. Yep. Drake, how was Noah's cheek? You you were really close to it. Oh, we're getting nice and warm together. You guys nice are, and cozy. Yep. Good thing even, we're brothers. Even closer than brothers. <laughs> yep. By blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Thank you so much again for joining us. And uh, Noah, let's get your freaking crap fixed. Let's do. Let's yeah. get this handled. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, I think we're good to go. We'll see you guys next time. Adios. It's me. San Diego. <laughs> good. <laughs>